Welcome to Anderswick Church. We hope this message empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annasbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Oh, how good was that? Come home. It's simple, but we tend to overcomplicate it. But God just wants us to come home. You know, we heard it here this morning in Luke 15, the prodigal son who ran away from his family and he lost everything. He lost money, he lost property, dignity, integrity work. I don't know if you've ever been there, you feel like you've lost everything. But you know, the one thing he never lost was the love of his father, the love of his father. And it's the same for you and me. No matter how far you've run, you have never and will never lose the love of the, God, the Father, God the Father. You are His sons and daughters. He will never not love you. Amen. All right, let's pray. Well, Father, we just thank You that You're just waiting here with Your arms wide open for us. God, I just pray as I speak, it would be Your words, not mine. In Jesus' Name, we say Amen. Amen. Well, hey, I don't know about you, Saxton, but um, I lose stuff all the time. Is there anyone else that just feels like you lose your, your stuff? You lose your car keys, maybe, your phone. There's a few hands, a few people being honest here. Um, I lose my keys a lot, my phone receipts, but the thing I lose the most out of everything are my glasses. Oh, I don't know if there are anyone else, any other forehead people out there who can relate, but I seriously lose them on a daily basis. Um, I put them down somewhere, um, walk away, and then I'm too blind to find them again. It's a real, it's a real issue. Um, but sometimes this isn't losing them, but I'm wearing my glasses, but I cannot see clearly through them. They're too dirty. They're impacting the way that I see. And maybe today you feel, feel in that um, first bracket, you feel like you've lost everything. Or maybe you just feel like you can't see God in your situation. Everything's murky. Everything's unclear. And you sat here watching the showcase this morning and thought, well, that's really cool for Asher, um, but I don't think God would do the same for me. Well, let me tell you something this morning. God is wanting to reveal to you today just how much He loves you. Just how much He loves you. Stop taking off the glasses. Stop putting God on the sidelines. He is waiting for you to walk with Him. He will clear your vision. You have for your own life and for the way you view God. It doesn't have to be confusing or murky. You know, there's this Scripture in 1 Corinthians 13 verse 12 that talks about it. We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist, but it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then, see it all as clearly as God sees us, knowing Him directly just as He knows us. How good is that? It may feel foggy, but we can know Him the way He knows us. God is right there with you all the time. Whether you feel like you've lost everything, including Him, He's still there and He always, always will be. When you feel like you're out of options, it was said in the showcase, you don't have to be lost, but you can be found and it's by Jesus. So, so should we go back to the son who ran away? Um, there's, there's this verse, one of my favourite verses from that story is verse 17. And it's, it's when, the, when the son says, all those farmhands working for my father, they get to sit down to three meals a day and here I am starving to death. Well, I'm going back to my father. I love that, I'm going back to my father. I think all of us need to keep going back to the father, eh? 
sometimes it's the hardest thing admitting that where our lives are at right now is not where we want it to be. You feel like your prayers aren't being answered maybe or you feel stuck in your workplace or whatever it is. Maybe you've made decisions you thought you would never ever make or things have happened to you out of control that you've never expected or definitely did not ask for. Um, You're asking God, why, why? And you know, Ash has shared a part of his story, things he never wanted or expected to happen. They did happen and they totally shaped his world. But let me tell you something that I know Asher would also tell you, um, it's never too late. It's, it's never too late to come back home. Never too late. When everything seems to be falling apart, the way to live your life is to do what the prodigal son did, just come back home. Come home. There's something so comforting about being home. Um, I'm blessed to have an incredible earthly father. Um, he's just about the only person in my family who lets me eat food at their home. <laughs> Not jokes. He, he is though. Um, but how much more home do we feel in our heavenly father? He's our Prince of Peace. He's our refuge. He's our safe place. So when you feel like maybe a bit like that son who's distant, you actually need to declare over your situation. Uh, my, life, my life might not look exactly how I wanted it to right now, but I'm going back to my father. I'm coming home. Work is tough. Well, I'm going back to my heavenly father. Your home life feels rocky. I'm going back to my heavenly father. Friendships or relationships seem to be falling apart, left, right and centre. What are you gonna do? Go back to your heavenly father. Someone in your life has really hurt you. You know what I'm already about to say. I'm going back home to my heavenly father. Unlike other love that we experience on earth, the love of our heavenly father, it's unconditional. It's unconditional, no matter what yesterday, today or tomorrow holds, whatever it looks like, there's one thing I know for certain in this world and it's our God loves His sons and daughters more than we could fathom. And I feel like right now I'm feeling that love. I don't know if you can feel it. This unconditional love that isn't just for the person next to you. It isn't just for me, it's for you. It's for you. I don't know if anyone gets how amazing that is, that God's got His arms wide open waiting for you to go home to your Heavenly Father. In fact, um, I had this word that I felt to share when we did the showcase at youth, but I reckon there might be someone in the room that this is for as well. You might feel like you're a mistake, but God designed and created you. He formed you in your mother's womb. God is calling out to you right now. You are not a mistake. You are not a mistake, come home. There's the Scripture, Romans 12 verse one to two. I love it, it says this. Here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, you're sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, whatever you do, place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out, readily recognise what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. You know, church, I think it's time to give up the ways of the world and start living in the ways of God. He can change you from the inside out like He did for Asher, like He did it for me. He can bring the best out of you. You just have to let Him. You just have to come home, come home. Well, I have this question for you guys. Hopefully someone might be able to tell me the answer. It's about coming home. Um, Why aren't some people 
coming home when things are great in their lives. I don't know if you've noticed this, not coming to church when things are good. Why do, why do people just come in a tough season or the in-between? You know, I've, I've heard people say, I've had conversations with people and they've been like, you know what, Ruby, I needed church back then, but I'm good now. Like, I've, I'm good now. And I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> when can we ever be too good for church? Church isn't just for the broken. It's actually for the whole. It's for people who are in the waiting. It's for everyone. It's for the people who, when you can't feel like you're, you can be anywhere else, you've got to be here. Come praise God, no matter your circumstances. We need Him when we're broken. We need Him when we're whole. And everywhere in between, more than just on a Sunday when we need it, uh, we need to come home always, always, always. And as a church and as individuals, I think we need a faith that lasts through the test of time, through our hardest times and get this, our biggest celebrations. You know, I've, I've had some hard times in my life and I'm sure you have too. Some really low moments, um, some times where I felt like it couldn't have been worse. I just kind of wanted to hide up in a ball. Um, but I've also had some big wins. Um, some miraculous moments, things I couldn't comprehend. Did I stop coming to church in any of those times? No way, because in the tough times, the only time I felt safe, the only place I felt safe were in His presence. And in the amazing times, I couldn't think of anywhere better, any person better that is more worthy of my praise and my celebration than God. There was and is no place I'd rather be. When you, you know, when I was a young girl, um, I decided to start saving for a house. If you don't know my mum and dad's story, she'd saved for a house, was it by the age of 19? Something like that, very young. Um, while dad came into their marriage with a higher purchase for, their, for a guitar, similar budgeting strategies to each other, clearly. Um, and she used to tell me a lot growing up and all of us kids about saving and how important stewarding your finances towards a goal is. And, I think I was about 13 and I decided I'm gonna be just like my mum. I wanna save my money up and I wanna buy a house by myself. That was the dream. Um, I wasn't necessarily looking to follow her pathway and finding someone with debt, uh, but I wanted to buy the house by myself. That was the dream. <laughs> so for years and years and years, I saved as much as I could. Uh, <laughs> I'd often be doing calculations, calculator out, notes app. I'm like coming up with a plan. How much time do I have to left to save? How much more money do I need? And it seemed as the years went, I needed more and more money. Um, I must have bored my friends with how much I would have talked about it. And um, I actually was looking for like, where's the first note I can find on my iCloud? And I found, and I'm sure it was before this, but I found a note this morning from 2017 where a home was on the top of my savings list. So it's been a long, a long time of me, of me saving and, and dreaming. And um, in 2021, I tried to officially buy my first house. The mortgage broker pretty much said it wasn't possible. The, in, the economy is only getting worse. Um, it's a bit too big of a dream for a 19 year old girl at the time um, to buy a house by herself. So I tried again in 2022. I, I had faith, you know, I'm like, yeah, come on God. I know I can do it. I know only with you. There were, there were multiple meetings with different mortgage brokers. I was reaching out to every single bank I could think of. There was banks I didn't know existed that I was reaching out to. And um, I got told the same thing over and over. Uh, no, <laughs> not enough savings. Next meeting, oh, you might have enough savings now, but not enough income. Oh, not this, not this, not this. No matter, whatever the reason was, no matter how hopeful, for what seemed at the start, it always became a no. Um, I tried again at the start of the year, another no. You're gonna have to buy with someone else is pretty much what I was told. 
um, this economy, there's no way that a bank would give you a mortgage at 21 by yourself. And um, for me, I've always been independent. If you know me well, you know I make a dream. I mean, I have a dream, I make a plan and then I go for it, I just stick to it. Nobody can convince me that it isn't gonna happen. I've seen God's miraculous power. I know nothing is impossible with God. And um, Pastor Viv, she actually gave me an incredible word at the start of the year on my 21st birthday right here, um, that God would give me keys to the kingdom. He would unlock something in my ministry this year and He would also give me the desires of my heart. And I'm like, Surely you're giving me a word about keys. Like, come on, God, give me your house keys. <laughs> and I was like, this is like the biggest desire of my heart right now. Surely this is, this is what it is about. But for the first time, even with that word Viv gave me, I really started to believe what the banks were telling me. Reality kind of started to hit, okay, banks in 2023 in the middle of a recession, probably not gonna give me a mortgage. Um, Records say it's the hardest time in history to buy a house. I felt like it was impossible. This dream I'd had for so long that I would own a home that young people would, that, that was always the dream. Like young people could come, they would feel safe. They would know Jesus in this home. Um, I kind of just felt like it was a waste of time. I kind of felt like, oh, what's the point? Um, Just about everything was working against me. And I remember going to my parents' room and starting to pull my eyes out like this. It wasn't a pretty cry like in the movies. (laughs) Saying, this is never gonna happen. Mum and Dad, like this is never gonna happen. Maybe I'll be able to buy a house one day, but it won't be by myself. I just know it. I, I know it won't be by myself. Um, I don't understand why. And I remember them saying something along the lines of, Ruby, you need to believe that God is bigger than these no's. You need to believe it. He's given you a promise. He's miraculous. He's not gonna let you down now. Keep believing and keep praying. And sometimes when people say, keep praying, I won't lie, it feels like the last thing you wanna hear. I'm like, I've already been praying. Like, I'm praying, but keep praying, keep praying, keep pressing in. You've gotta keep believing for a miracle. And so I did, I did, and it was hard, but I did. And a few days later, my parents got a message out of the blue, someone that we know very well, asking if I was still looking to purchase a home. From then on, God was with me every step of the way opening doors that could not have otherwise been opened. Absolute miracle stories that I could share about for days on end, but I won't do that. I'll tell you a couple though. Responses from agencies that usually take a month um, plus instead got back to me with approvals within 24 hours. Banks letting me borrow without co-purchasing, a ridiculous purchase price and so on and so on. Everything had ease. It was truly this Ephesians 3.20 season um, in my life, more than I could imagine season, seeing God do abundantly more than my already crazy and audacious prayers. He, he made my prayers look basic, seriously. <laughs> and spoiler alert, I bought it. I own a home and I moved in just over three weeks ago. And I know it's amazing, but you, yeah, thank you, Jesus. But you know what I could have done when I heard the news? I could have at that point stopped praying stopped pressing in, stopped believing for a miracle because I, I could have stopped coming to church. I could have been like, you know what? I needed Him for that, but now I'm good. Now I'm good. I don't need to keep coming home. I'm good. I could have claimed that it was all my doing. It was my hard work, but I know without a doubt in my mind that if it weren't for God, there is no way I would be in that house right now. There's just no way. It is a miracle that I still cannot comprehend. I, I'm like, 
living there and like, what is this? Is this a dream? Like, um, it was all Him. He deserves all the credit. What's even crazier is my lawyer and banker and pretty much everyone involved after it went through said, hey, in in hindsight, they probably couldn't or shouldn't have given you that loan. (laughs) So yes, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) But I am so blessed that I serve God and and we serve God as as the professional of making the impossible possible. He's the God of making things that probably couldn't or shouldn't happen, happen. He's the God that honours when you live a life of coming home to Him. It's about relationship with Him. There's a Scripture, Mark 10, 27, with man this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. I posted about this miracle, um, about how God had given me this miracle, this home. I, I wrote about how God has, has great plans for our lives. And one of my friends reshared my post to her story and a girl that was friends with another friend of hers, it's crazy how social media works, um, a non-Christian girl from London saw her story and read my post. She messaged this friend, kind of a mutual friend who I know and said, hey, I saw your friend bought a house and said it was a part of God's plan. Do you, do you really think God has a plan for our lives? And it opened up this convo that this friend had been praying to have with her um, about who God is, His beautiful character. And I, I told her, she's messaging me. I'm like, man, this is amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep praying for her. I'm gonna pray for her. And I'm sure she was as well. Three weeks later, after I'd been told that story, last Saturday, the friend messaged me again to give me an update about this girl from London. She messaged her saying, hey, oh, these are the very messages. Hey, this is so random, but I just got the biggest urge to go to church. Like the biggest, can I go with you next week? Oh, I'm really emotional today, guys. Um, When God gives you a miracle, you need to share it. You need to share it. You never know how your miracle will overflow into someone else's life. You never know the seed you're planting. A girl from London who I have never heard of, who has never stepped foot in a church, has encountered the Holy Spirit prompting her to go to church because she read a story, my testimony, of a good, faithful God who has a plan for her life. The miracle miracle He did in my life was a catalyst for a miracle in her life and for the friend who's been praying for her. And for some of us, it's time to come home. But for some of us, it's time for us to bring people home. We, we let fear get in the way of sharing our stories, sharing our testimonies of the things God is doing in our lives. But man, if only you knew the power of your testimony. First Corinthians 3 verse 6 to 9, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. It's time for us to bring people home. It's time for us to start sowing some seeds. It's time for the church to lead the way in showing the community how to come home. You know, it's easy for us to believe in God when we need something. It's easy to believe in Him. The Bible even says demons believe in Him. That part's easy. But come on, church, pursue your relationship with God always. Don't don't let it get dry. Not just when you need something, not just up until you get that house or that relationship or that promotion or health answer or whatever. Not even in just the waiting for a miracle. Every step of the way, pursue God. Lean in, love Him, serve Him. Don't you dare run away when it gets hard. And, and even more, don't you dare run away when life is easy. Once you have your win, God should get the glory. Don't, don't stop coming home just because you're doing good. Any chance I can get a tissue. Um, coming home isn't a message just for the people who have run from God. It's for the people who don't actively run to God. 
We, we need to be a group of people who are so passionate about Jesus that we can't afford to not be here. We can't afford to not be home. Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, there's a beautiful song I'd love to sing you, sing to you. Um, it's called Monday Morning Faith. And I think that's what we all need. It's a faith that carries through every moment. Uh, can I sing it for you? Cool. And then we should pray. We should pray. Um, Isaac's going to help me. Thanks, Isaac. <laughs> I think the words will come up for you to read along. That's not enough to get through the rough. Oh, I need a Monday morning faith. Wanna hear you in more than just one way. Show your voice in all of the mundane things. You're in the in between. You're in my everything. And that's all. Okay. 
Email us at info at annasbrook.co.nz or visit our website.